every joint. Come on. Every joint. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented on Behind the Book podcast are for general information and entertainment purposes only. This podcast should not be considered professional or betting advice. The Behind the Book podcast does not reflect the views of Ameristar Casino Resort Spa Blackhawk or Penn National Gaming. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the Behind the Book podcast, a sports betting podcast brought to you by the team at Ameristar Casino Resort Spa. My name is Jenny Kramer. And I am joined by Ethan Frew and Kevin Don. This is a special PGA Championship edition of the podcast. The tournament starts tomorrow. Um, they're going to be playing at Southern Hills Country Club in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Very hot. Uh, it's going to be the second major of the year. Let's talk about the current favorites to win it. So we have Rory, Scotty, and and Rom, John Rom, all kind of floating around the plus twelve hundred mark. What do you guys think about those leaders off the bat? Well, first of all, let's talk about the weather. I mean, come on, we have. You our, don't want to talk about weather. <laughs> we want to talk about the weather because we have our weather reporter here. <laughs> I, I want. I want to talk about our weather. We're we're in, in Colorado. We're supposed to get ten to eighteen inches of snow on Friday. It's unfortunate. Ten to eighteen. Ten to eighteen the inches. Blackhawk. Yep. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and you're talking about being hot in Tulsa. Can maybe we direct some of the snow down there? 84% humidity. It's going to be around 85, 90 degrees, but you know, it's, it's going to be good weather for the PGA championship. It also, it's Tulsa, Oklahoma, so it's going to be hot. Weather should not be as big of a factor as it has been the past couple episodes. And we've talked about majors. So yeah, it's going to be a good tournament for sure. And, you know, looking at the favorites to win right now, I'm really surprised by Rory McIlroy being as high up as he is. I know he's won here in the past and he's still chasing He's still chasing um, his next major. It's been about ten years, yeah. so I just I don't I don't see him being good enough right now to be one of the favorites to win the tournament. Totally agree. I, I I'm not a Roy Roy fan, so I I think that's kind of a sucker bet. But I could be wrong about that. But I don't like him in that spot. He's not even on my list of golfers that I will place a wager on this weekend. So who would you pick out of the three? Everybody, if you had to pick one person out of those top kind of leading three candidates, who would you pick? It's super chalk to say this, but Scotty Scheffler. Sure. It's hard It's hard to not pick him right now. It, it, it Absolutely right. Like he, is, he was on such a heater going into the Masters that it felt like that was where his fall was going to come, and then all of a sudden – it didn't come there and you're just like, wow, is this kind of a magical tiger season type run for him? And I, I feel like I, I saw him at plus 1100 this morning and it's hard not to throw some dough on that. Yeah. He, I mean, he was tied for the lead on Sunday morning last right. week. So it's not like he's been playing poorly since the master either. So yeah, it's, it's hard to, to root against uh, Scotty Scheffler. And I also have been saying this for a while now. I just think that John Rahm's a little overrated for majors. But I mean, if if we are looking for somebody to root against, can we can we root against Tony Finau? I mean, because oh, he because he dresses like yeah, and he plays like ugh. What I don't understand is the fact that he's a Nike athlete and getting away with these outrageous outfits. I mean, a pink hat and a brown shirt last week. I mean, you see the photos; it's disturbing what you see. It's it's sad. <laughs> he's, he's going for the Neapolitan ice cream. <laughs> he, he better be because. The look he's got going on lately has not been very pretty. So I, I hope to see better outfits and better play from Tony Finau this weekend, particularly on the weekend. Kevin, we were talking earlier about how 
Is Tony Finau the best Thursday, Friday player on the PGA Tour? Oh, he was probably going to be top 10 by Friday <laughs> and bottom 10 after the cut. Um, let's talk about PGA Championship winner from last year who's not going to be there this year. Phil Mickelson, he has – has he left the tour and he's just going to play in the Saudi League? Or I don't think he's going to come back. I think he's burnt that bridge. This is a sad time. It's crazy to think a year ago, the 50-year-old 50, 50 Phil Mickelson won a major, uh, first 50-year-old to do it. And where what's happened in the last year with him and his reputation and with the Saudi League, it's pretty crazy. It seems like that PGA Championship at Kiowa was five years ago. Well, and, and to that point of it being five years ago, it feels like five years ago from, from the book coming out to the quotes to um, – the PGA tour coming out and saying they're not going to release these players to play in another league. Like there is so much stuff that's happened in the last year. And, you know, Phil had a magical run there and it, it was, it was amazing for sure. He didn't necessarily back it up with any play. And I think it's probably better for him that he's not defending because there is going to be a big fall off. I think that was going to happen if he ran out there anyways. So I, it's probably a blessing for him. I disagree with that. I actually think that this and like we talked about with the Masters, it is his best time to come back simply for one man who we all know who's going to overshadow anything that even Phil Mickelson in the Saudi League does. That man is named Tiger Woods. Now, every golfer that's ever lived, except for maybe Jack Nicholas, has been overshadowed by Tiger Woods. Phil, yes, he's going to have a bad media day when he comes back, no matter what. That's going to be unavoidable. But if he were to do it, say, 30 minutes before Tiger Woods' presser, once that's over, no one's going to remember a single thing Phil said. So I just think he has to slip back in. I don't think point. he's ever coming back. Well, really. I, I, I don't think the PGA Tour is going to allow him to come back under the radar. Like if he wants to come play another tour event, I think they are going to make it a point to let the media – just hound him and make him face his day in court of public opinion, not sneak back in because you're right with tiger coming back. And, you know, I, I know I had my doubts about tiger making the cut at the masters and he did, but I also told you, I thought if he made the master cut, what was going to happen, which was that walk was going to get to him. And I think the same thing this, this weekend too, is that, I think he'll probably start strong and get a little weaker as the as the week goes on. And you know, for any other golfer, he's going to have a good weekend. For Tiger, I think we're going to end up disappointed where he finishes. I've seen some amazing videos of him walking up the steepest hill I've ever seen. The guy's an absolute machine. He he might have been he. I mean, he was practically skipping up that hill. He looks great. I I think he's going to have a lot less fatigue on the weekend. Also, Masters was a harder walk than this course. Now, this is an easy walk by any means, but definitely not as hilly and as undulated as Augusta. Per We're se. really talking about the walk. Uh, I mean, if it's this a is a sports topic. podcast, I need to stop emphasizing the walk. Maybe for Tiger Woods because his leg is hurt, but like the walk, really, guys, come on. Hey, anything we need to fire my man's up, he's going to do so well this week. I don't want to get too much into it yet because we're still talking about Phil, but yeah, I, I'm very, I'm very excited for Mr. Tiger Woods this week. So, how does everybody think he plays? He is plus sixty five hundred right now to win it. Um, 
I mean, I, I think I kind of gave my opinion on that. Like, I, I think he's going to have a good week showing, but I think he's going to fade during the weekend. And so you like, think he makes the cut? I think he makes the cut. Yeah, yeah. but like I said, I for a normal golfer for your every average day Joe, I think he's probably going to have a top thirty, maybe a top forty finish, which would be amazing for every normal person in the world to play. It's not going to be a tiger finish that everybody wants to see. So you don't think he's ever going to do a Tiger Woods esque thing? I don't like it's, win it's, a major championship again. It's not that I don't think that. I think that let's not forget. It's not been that long since he almost died. Like he is a machine, like you said, and he trains like crazy, but the body has to heal. And at, at our age, because Tiger and I are the same age, it doesn't heal as fast as it used to. And it takes twice as much work to get half of that recovery done. So I do think maybe by next year's masters, he plays, you know, four or five more tournaments this year. He has another eight more months of recovery time by April of next year. We might see a, a Tiger-esque experience at the Masters and him walking down to get a green jacket put on again, but I don't know that that happens this year. The fact that you said average Joe and Tiger Woods in the same sentence, that should be <laughs> illegal. There is no again. Stop living in the past and stop comparing Tiger Woods to average Joes. This guy is unlike any other player you've ever seen. Again, he wasn't supposed to do. People were saying the same thing in 2019, and look what happened there. Again, I it's hard to count out maybe the greatest golfer of all time next to Jack Nicklaus. The greatest golfer of all time. Yes. Let's take a break. Looking for access to your tier status, exclusive rewards, special offers, and my cash balance all in one place? Download the all-new My Choice Rewards app and see all of your account information from your mobile device. Plus, get $10 my cash and 5 million credits to play for fun at mychoicecasino.com when you download the app today. Download it now in the App Store or Google Play Store. And welcome back. So let's go into it. Let's go into special PGA Championship edition picks. Kevin, what do you got? So I got a couple picks. Um, I know we talked about it a little bit earlier. It's hard not to bet Scotty Scheffler plus 1,100. I mean, it feels like as close to free money as you can get in a golf tournament out there. Um, so I, I, I feel really good about Scheffler, but – uh, a couple other picks that I really like. Um, top five finish. I, Colin Morikali at plus 450 and a top 20 pick. I really like Billy Horschel at plus 275. You're a Billy Horschel guy. I do. I like Billy. Okay. But I, I think those are good, solid picks because you're getting good value with them. Um, Billy could play up and down and still finish top 20 and, to get plus 275 at that number, I think is a good spot. And Morikawa, you can see him as a dark horse to win this. Um, he he can drive that course. And I, like I said, I like him to finish top five at plus 450, but he's plus 1,800 if you want to throw a little bit of extra cheddar down on uh, him to win the event. Ethan, what do you got going on? So I do, I do agree with a couple of those picks, but for me – 
Starting off, I'm going to go with a top 20 Jordan Spieth finish at minus 125. Uh, Jordan Spieth still chasing the Grand Slam. Still, you know, it's easy to forget how dominant he was a couple of years ago in majors. He was putting better from 20 feet than the pros were from 8 feet at one time. So he can just go get super hot. And in his last two finishes, he went second last week and first in the week before. So he's he's playing really well. So I like him first. Second, uh, I'm with you on Colin Morikawa. I think you said top five. I'm going to go with top 20 simply just because it's still plus 100, which I was surprised by that. I feel like it should be something like minus 130, somewhere around there. So I like Colin Morikawa. He won the PGA Championship in 2020. Um, you know, easy to say this again. He's super precise with his irons, always comes up in, uh, big in big tournaments, and he's won two out of nine majors that he's played in since he started his career. Pretty good for the young man. And then finally... To make the cut at minus 130, four-time PGA Championship winner, famously won in 2007 to beat Bob May in a playoff at this golf course, Tiger Woods, making the cut. Like I said, walking great, looking good, and he's in a much better spot than he was at the Masters. So I'm all for Tiger. And I do have one sleeper pick, briefly. Y.E. Yang, top South Korean player at plus 1,200. He famously beat Tiger Woods in the PGA Championship in 2009, and he also just comes up really hot in big tournaments. And he actually got disqualified last year for a wrong score, so he's going to come back with some fire. So those are my picks. So, so you just picked a cheater. Okay, I got it. He accidentally <laughs> wrote down the wrong number. You know, it happens to the best of us. <laughs> Jenny, what do you got? All righty. I'm going to take Scotty Scheffler top 10 finish at plus 160. I feel like that's easy money. He's on fire. This is probably a Kevin bet with your heart style bet, but um, I think Tiger's going to, Tiger's going to do something Tiger at some point within the next year. And I just want to ride that train. I want to be on board before it even starts happening. So I would put, just a small wager on Tiger plus 6,500 um, to win it all. Because at some point, Tiger Woods is going to write a Tiger Woods-esque story. I think – I really, truly believe he will. Um, and then the safe bet, I think he's going to make the cut. So I'm riding with you on the minus 130 for Tiger to make the cut. But all I want to see is Tiger Woods just take over that tournament and, like, just be enthralled on Sunday and watch the entire thing and see him – Return to greatness. I got chills from that, Jenny. We're, we're hyped up. This is going to be amazing. <laughs> I cannot wait to see our guy just dominate the field, just dominate all those young players. He'll be right there in that Saturday group with uh, Tony Finau, and it'll just be like watching the stock market drop. <laughs> or it'll be amazing. Or it'll be amazing. Don't. And you can put $10 down to win 660 All I want to say is that when Jenny <laughs> and I are riding on this incredible high of Tiger yeah. Woods going crazy – I don't want to hear, oh, oh, you know, I kind of like Tiger. No, 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 no. You're anti-Tiger. We know that. You're on the other side of the fence. He's not a believer. We're on this side. Not a believer. Just so we're clear, I'm pretty sure I'm a better golf better than you. Oh, yeah, that's right. Who are you talking to? You. All right. Well, we could look at records, but you don't know what your record is, so... I'm pretty sure we went head to head and my record was better than yours. We went one one time, kind of put me on the spot. I had to throw a name out there real quick. Oh. But hey, don't forget the Masters picks. It was three for three. So don't don't sleep on them. 
Well, that'll be it for this special PGA Championship edition of the Behind the Book podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you're not already, be sure to follow us on social media at Behind the Book Pod on Instagram and at Behind the Book underscore on Twitter.